Hey, hey, mama. Today, I want to put a new spin on the idea of facing your fears because facing your fears and challenging yourself gives you incredible opportunities to grow lasting confidence in yourself. When you do what you thought you maybe could never do, you prove to yourself just how strong you are and bonus, you increase the amount of healthy thrill and fun in your life. And who doesn't want that, right? I'm going to show you how to tap into your inner strength to push forward when you're afraid, teach you why we feel fear, how our fears are developed, and how to stay in the safe zone of a healthy challenge. And I want to hear from you. What are some next steps for you to challenge yourself to grow in your confidence? This is the Mama Miracle Morning Show, a personal development podcast for moms, hosted by your favorite lifestyle coach, Sarah Munder. Each week, Sarah will bring you bite-sized mom motivation you can listen to first thing in the morning or any time of day for some quick inspiration so you can get your mind right before your mind goes wrong. Let's take back the power we have as moms to steer our family's life in the right direction each and every day so we can create the life we want and deserve. Ready, mamas? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Mama Miracle Morning Show. Before I start chatting up with you about facing your fears, I wanted to let you know that as of right now, at the time of this recording, my best-selling tool, the Mama Miracle Manifestation Worksheet, is available for free on my website, themamamiracle.com, for a limited time. So go request your copy right now. You can even do it while listening to this episode in the background. It's a three-page worksheet. Don't be intimidated by the three pages. I've intentionally kind of spaced it out to give you a little bit more space to just pour your heart into it. And it's designed to help you stake your claim as a powerful mama, focus on what you're grateful for and what already works well in your life, Welcome change by clarifying what needs to be changed in your life. Release what's not serving you. Visualize your dream life as if you already have it. Find your centering peace anchor for the day. Decide what you're going to do to take care of yourself. Give yourself the thanks and appreciation you need to hear. And all of that and more, all in one place in this worksheet. But it only takes about 15 to 20 minutes to complete. And it has the potential to help you manifest some incredible things in your life. Again, you can get it for free for a limited time at themamamiracle.com. I hope it helps you and let me know what you think. Now, I don't typically plan to do two podcast episodes in a week, at least for the time being, but you know what? I'm doing this one right now because I'm feeling inspired and I really want you to hear this as soon as possible. So I'm not going to wait until Monday to release this one. My last episode where I revealed the mama miracle was a little bit more serious. So I'm going to try to keep the mood of this one a little lighter. And someone, my husband, had shared that my last episode sounded a bit scripted. And honestly, that's probably because it was in all truthfulness. Because the content in my last episode also happens to be the content in my upcoming book, The Mama Miracle, which I don't think that sounding scripted necessarily diminishes the message, but I'm going to take my dear husband's feedback to heart and try to make this one just a little bit more natural for you. And you know what? I want your feedback too. I promise I will take your honest feedback. So please send me an email 
at sarah at sarahmunder.com. You can find the exact spelling in my show notes. And let me know how you think I can improve on this show. So this week for my family has been all about facing our fears. I was fortunate enough to have the opportunity to be invited to participate in a team challenge course at UC San Diego with my dear friend Kirsten, who runs the challenge course there. Now, if you don't know what a team challenge course is, basically, it's this super high obstacle course. In this particular one at UCSD, you climb a super high rope ladder. I think it's like 40 to 50 feet. And then you go through a series of about four sections. In the first one, you walk the tightrope to the next landing. I think it's probably like 20 to 30 feet across. It's kind of like a treehouse landing. And then once you get there, you leapfrog from kind of like a floating pad to the next floating pad, which was really scary because there is nothing in between those little floating pads. You basically have to stretch your legs as far as they'll go and pull yourself forward. And then you jump from beam to beam in the next one. And then finally... I think I'm forgetting one, but seriously, I may have blacked out up there. But at the end, you climb to the upper level where you get to jump off the ledge and zip line down to the ground. Super fun, right? But it was so freaking scary, you guys. First of all, I'm incredibly afraid of heights, like to the point where I will start shaking uncontrollably and feel like I'm going to pass out if I don't feel safe. Now, in the team challenge course, you are harnessed in, so there's really no possible way to fall. And so in the leaks and so in the weeks leading up to this, I went over and over it in my head, mulling over how the heck I was going to get through this. There were so many points in time that I was mad and pissed at myself that I agreed to do this. But because this was a challenge to me, I knew I had to do it. My friend Kirsten also happens to be my goal accountability buddy. I call her my accountability buddy. And I think that she knew this would really be a challenge for me. She knew that's exactly what I needed in my life right now. And I give her a lot of credit for inviting me to take my confidence to the next level. That's a good friend right there, you guys. If you don't have a friend who challenges you to become better, you need to get you one of those. Heck, I'll be that friend for you. Send me a DM on the gram and say, Sarah, I want you to challenge me to be a better version of myself. And boom, I'm on it, girlfriend. You can also send me an email anytime to sarah at sarahmunder.com, just for the record, in case you ever want to just say hi or that you're listening. I would freaking love that, you guys. So in all my weeks of mulling over this challenge, I finally realized what I had actually been afraid of because I realized I wasn't afraid of falling, not in the team challenge course, at least, because you're completely harnessed in with like the seatbelt material harness and metal lobster claws. So there's just no way to fall. So if I know I can't fall, then what am I afraid of? I realized I was afraid of feeling afraid. I was afraid of getting up there, that I would start shaking uncontrollably, that I would go into panic mode, make a fool of myself, and not be able to complete the challenge because I had to get down. Now, this was a very real and possible scenario that would honestly suck titties if it happened. There is a level of emotional pain involved with this kind of fear that generally we try to avoid as humans, which is why we stay in our comfort zone as much as possible. I couldn't even fathom how awful that would be to go into such a deep state of fear that I had to say, uh, nah, I'm out guys. So basically I was afraid of being afraid. Now this whole time 
I kept referring back to an experience I had in Mexico where my husband and I went ziplining and it was such a terrifying experience. The ladder that you climb to get to the top of the zipline tower was this like rickety handmade wooden ladder that just kind of rusted up against the tower. It wasn't secured down at all. And it was like 50 feet up. And once you got up there, the tower shook, so you just did not feel secure. And then the zipline equipment just did not seem safe. You literally like used a stick to pull down on the zipline to stop yourself at the end so you wouldn't kill yourself smacking into a tree. I was so regretful of that whole experience because I was doubting my safety. It was just a little bit too edgy for me. And so this whole time, I kept referring back to that experience and that terror and dread that I felt in that experience. And I was afraid of feeling that again in the team challenge. And then it hit me that I was letting past experiences dictate how I felt about a future opportunity that hadn't even happened yet. An opportunity that wasn't the same at all. I was giving it an unfair judgment. Because you guys, at the end of the day, I accepted the invitation to do the team challenge, even though I was afraid, because I knew that as long as I could manage my fear, I could have a lot of fun doing it and I would come out on the other side with a new level of self-confidence. Anytime you have the opportunity as a mom to have some fun, you should take it. Am I right, mamas? Also, anytime you have the opportunity as a mom to build your confidence, you should hands down take it, dude. So I did the challenge. I did what I had to do to not freak out up there. I didn't look down for a second. I took deep breaths and I kept thinking about my girls and how I could set the example for them of facing their fears. I just kept focused on how freaking much I loved them and how I would do anything for them. I'd climb to the top of a building without a harness on for them. And as cheesy as that might sound, it really helped me get through it. So this is exactly what I talked about on the last episode called The Mama Miracle Revealed, which is tapping into the love and strength you have for your kids and using that to help you overcome your fears, reach your goals, and basically do anything you want in your life. I just think that there is so much limitless power inside of us that typically we only reserve for loving and caring for our kids. But if we leveraged that same unshakable, non-negotiable love, drive, strength, authority, and determination that we have for our kids, that we use to show up for our kids, then imagine what we could accomplish if we just directed it to our own lives, our own accomplishments, and our own goals and intentions. You can't think about your love for your kids. And at the same time, think about doubt or think about quitting. Our minds are so made up when it comes to the love and strength we have for them. It's one of the most powerful forces in the universe. And that's what the mama miracle is all about, you guys. Okay. So the second event we celebrated this week in facing our fears was my five-year-old daughter decided she wanted to get her ears pierced, which really surprised me because I think most kids don't decide that on their own until they're a little bit older. At least I didn't. And my daughter is super sensitive about pain. Like I can't even brush her hair or clean her outer ears without one of the neighbors thinking about calling CPS for child torture. She's very intense. And so when she said she wanted to get her ears pierced, I said, okay, but just so you know, it's totally okay to change your mind if you decide when we get there that you don't want to do it. I honestly don't know if giving her that out was a good thing or a bad thing, but I give that girl so much credit because when we got to Claire's, the girl that went right in front of Audra was screaming bloody murder. 
And her parents basically held her down while they pierced her ears, which was honestly pretty traumatic for everyone to watch. And so Audra saw that whole show, which probably did not help her fear. And so Audra was crying. She was pretty terrified, but she was so focused on the end goal of having pretty earrings that she was willing to work through the fear with support. So I held her. And she cried and even screamed when they were about to do it. And as her mom, I had to keep reminding myself that crying is okay. It's just one of the ways that we work through and process fear and pain. And I mean, she could have said, no, never mind. I don't want to do it at any time. And she didn't. And afterwards, she was so happy, you guys. And there was just... There's just nothing more beautiful to me than a little girl looking in the mirror, feeling beautiful and feeling proud of herself. I hope that she holds on to that forever because we all start out as little girls looking in the mirror, reveling at how pretty we look in our new dress or our mom's high heels or with some new earrings on. And then we get older and that marvel that we once had for ourselves turns to criticism and judgment and even hatred of how we look. So if we could just continue to nurture girls' self-esteem at all ages, and if we as moms could practice pouring love and nurture and confidence into ourselves, we can set the example for little girls for when they get older. I kind of got off the subject of facing our fears, but at the same time, it really does give us an incredible opportunity to define a new level of confidence and faith and love for ourselves when we do something we're afraid to do. I want to talk about worst case scenario and also why we are afraid of doing things and how far we should go with being afraid. In other words, where is the safe zone? So worst case scenario, whatever you're afraid of, think of the worst case scenario. If you're afraid of spiders, what is the worst case scenario there? Maybe that spiders would bite you if it happened to get close enough. If you're afraid of heights, maybe you're afraid of falling, or in the case like mine, where you can logically say there is absolutely no chance of falling, then the worst case scenario is that you find yourself in a situation of terror where you just don't think you can handle the fear. If you're afraid of what others think of you, then maybe the worst case scenario is that someone would potentially despise you and think that you're the worst person ever or whatever. What are some other common fears? If you're afraid of being abandoned, then the worst case scenario would be maybe being left alone for a while or being rejected. If you're afraid of public speaking, very common. Worst case scenario in your mind might be that you forget what you were going to say on stage, freeze up, or maybe even pee your pants. P.S. This totally happened to this poor girl in elementary school. She was obviously humiliated, and I always felt bad for her for that. But like, honestly... Even this is something you can deal with in the unlikely chance that it would happen. Your life wouldn't be over, even though it would probably feel like it in the moment. Actually, in all of these areas I described, the worst case scenarios were not the end of the road for you. They also are very unlikely in most circumstances. Obviously, there is a healthy level of fear to have to keep you safe. Like spiders, for example. I'm not saying that you should like intentionally pick up a dangerous spider to overcome your fears, but there's a way to make peace with your fears so that you can coexist with spiders in the world and not have this affect your peace on a regular basis. The other ones, like fear of other people's judgment, usually they're completely made up in our minds. But in the case where other people really do criticize you or worst case scenario, despise or even hate you or think you're the worst person ever, you can handle it. It's not going to kill you. You can simply let that person go because they're not healthy for you. But that's a whole nother episode, ladies. 
When I was dealing with the fear of doing the team challenge, I just kept reminding myself, I can handle the worst case scenario. And here's what I'll do if I find myself in the worst case scenario. If I find myself shaking and feeling like I can't move, here's what I'll do. Here's how I'll handle it. And I gave myself a backup plan. The girl who peed herself in elementary school She carried on. She grew up to be very successful and confident. She was fine. And with Audra getting her ears pierced, we went through what we would do in the worst case scenario ahead of time. To her, the worst case scenario would be that it would hurt unbearably. But of course, I told her, honey, it takes one second to pierce your ears. You have to trust me that it's not that bad. I promise, honey, you can handle it. It hurts a little bit, I'm not going to lie, but it hurts a whole lot less than getting a shot and you've handled shots before. You can handle it hurting a little bit. And she'll tell her sister now who's two years younger than her, she's so cute, she'll say like, honey, she calls her honey, it's so darling. Honey, you can get your ears pierced too if you want. It hurts a little bit, but only for a second. And you know what facing this fear for Audra did? It gave her more confidence in herself. I am telling you, man, since that day, which was Sunday, she has been so much more confident. She has been getting up and getting herself ready for school without having to be asked. She's been kind to her little sister and helpful. She has been really taking ownership of all of her responsibilities, like folding her clothes and putting away her dishes when she's done with them. It's made me incredibly proud. Why are we afraid? From an evolutionary standpoint, we have fear built in to save our lives, to give us the adrenaline that we need to run the extra mile when we're being chased. As babies, we are born with an instinctive fear that protects us as vulnerable children. And then we grow up and we actually start to learn fear through experiences. And once we experience something terrifying, we create the belief that this thing was bad. We can actually relive some of the physical responses just by thinking about that fearful experience. In my case, in preparing to do the team challenge, I would think about the fear I had when I was ziplining in Mexico, and my palms and feet would actually start to get sweaty and I would start shaking. This just goes to show the power of the mind and how our physical bodies can react to our thoughts. And while I brought that up, I want you to think about the positive effects you can have on your body just by thinking positive thoughts. Again, that's a whole nother episode. Our fears as adults are based on beliefs that were created through experiences. But here's the thing. No two experiences are the same. I was prejudging an experience I hadn't had yet based on my previous terrifying experience ziplining in Mexico. Just for the record, I am not hating on ziplining in Mexico. There are a lot of people who do the same experience I did and just have a grand old time, like my husband, who literally has zero fear of doing anything. It was just that that experience was a little too extreme for my comfort zone because of a lack of safe equipment and support. I didn't trust it, and so I didn't trust how I would handle it. It pushed me beyond my safe limits, and that's what I'm going to get into next. During the team challenge, our team leader taught us that there were three levels of comfort. The first is that you don't feel challenged at all, and it's hardly 
even any fun because you can do it with your eyes closed without a question. The next is the challenging zone where you feel a little scared, you feel challenged, and maybe you have to give yourself a little pep talk to make it happen. And the third was going beyond your comfort limits, beyond your safe zone to the point where you're absolutely terrified. You start shaking uncontrollably and even start to dissociate because it's too hard to process, which can happen in traumatic life events. The middle zone, the challenging but safe zone is obviously where we want to be. So she said at any time, if we feel like we're going into that third unsafe zone, that we can and should back down and come back to where we feel safe. She even said that there was a way to lower us down if we needed to. No questions asked. Having this training really helped me support Audra when she was getting her ears pierced. I wanted her to be challenged to face her fears, but not to a point where it would traumatize her. Now, that little girl that went before Audra honestly seemed very traumatized afterwards. As they left, she just kind of had this blank stare on her face like she had disassociated from the experience because it was too traumatic for her. And that's the kind of trauma that shows up in later situations as a handicap for us. You guys, it was so awful to watch. Her parents had to hold her down and like hold her arms down and told her that she looked like a boy unless she got her ears pierced while she was kicking and screaming and crying. She clearly did not want to be doing that. And it's my own personal opinion that they should have given her a safe out. When you face challenges or fearful situations in your life, I want you to push yourself to do what's slightly uncomfortable, but give yourself compassion and grace to not go into the unsafe traumatic zone. At this point in time, that's skydiving for me. You couldn't pay me a million dollars to skydive right now. For me, that's way beyond my safe zone. But at the same time, I might be able to build up to that. Facing my fears within my comfort challenging zone helps me grow and helps me build confidence for bigger and better things in my life. Maybe that little girl at Claire's just needed a few opportunities to build her confidence before she was forced into that experience. I don't know, but the point is you can work up to it. So challenge yourself by putting yourself in slightly uncomfortable situations and see how you reap results. Giving up alcohol this year was one of the scariest things I ever have done. I was afraid of how I would cope with feeling stressed and feeling frustrated and overwhelmed without it. I was afraid that I'd be boring and irritable without it. I was afraid that I wouldn't have any fun anymore. I was afraid of feeling pain. I was afraid of failing once I had started. But as actress Sarah Parrish said, living with fear stops us taking risks. And if you don't go out on the branch, you're never going to get the best fruit. Remember, you have one of the most powerful forces on your side, the mama miracle, that strength and love inside of you. So don't forget to tap into that source when you need to face your fears, when you need to press forward, or even when you need a little motivation to get out of bed, hit the gym, let go of a bad relationship, quit your job, start a business, write a book, get into a two-piece swimsuit, or tell someone how you feel. Use that motivation you have for your kids to do what you need to do for you and live your best life. Thanks for listening again this week, Mama, for giving this podcast a chance if it's your first time. Thanks for engaging with me on social media and thanks for investing in yourself because as I always say, by doing the work on yourself, you help 
not only make your life better, but you help make the whole world a better place for your children and for all of us. You taking action in your life is inspiring to me and other mamas. As always, you can find the transcript for this episode on my blog at themamamiracle.com. You can find me on Instagram as simply Sarah Munder, or you can follow our Facebook page, which is The Mama Miracle. If you haven't yet, please hit subscribe to this podcast. Easily share it with your friends using the share and copy link button and write a review on iTunes. I will feature my favorite reviews as they come in and yours could be one of them. I'll be back very soon for some more mom motivation here on the Mama Miracle Morning Show. Now go out there and take charge of your day, you fear-facing hot mama. One quick thing before you go, I wanted to let you know that in the next few weeks, I'm going to be launching a day planner makeover mini course, which will show you the importance of working a daily schedule, how to plan your days, weeks, month, and years so that you fit in all of your priorities and must do tasks while also easily fitting in quality time with your kids, your spouse, and most importantly, of course, yourself. I'm so excited and grateful that every single day my interest list for this course has been growing, which tells me mamas need this. I promise this is going to be a life-changing course for you and it's going to lay the foundation for creating the life of your dreams. To get on the interest list for the course, go to themamamiracle.com and put in your name and email address and you'll be the first to know when the class will begin. See you there, mama.